Lachlan Bridge is such a cool place that they even have one in America. Article by Charlie Keegan It is indisputable that Martin Nevin is a man with a passionate affection for, and undying interest in, his own native place of Lachlan Bridge, County Carlow. Martin is the go-to man if you want to know anything about the history of Lachlan Bridge and its people. He will inform you on any inquiry about matters relating to his home village, the famous 700-year-old Nine Arch Bridge, Ireland's first toll bridge, which spans the River Barrow in the scenic village. The life of the renowned scientist and educationalist John Tyndall, native to the village. Patrick Francis Moran from Lachlan Bridge, who became Australia's first cardinal. The arrival of the first Carmelite fathers in the county to Lachlan Bridge in 1271. The All Blacks, the local GAA club which took its name from the first visit of a touring New Zealand rugby team to Ireland in 1905-1906. to The list goes on and on. But it's the aforementioned bridge in Lachlan Bridge that is at the centre of this particular story. Martin is always on the lookout for anything connected to his roots, and that curiosity came to the fore some years ago when passing through O'Hare Airport in Chicago. He bought a copy of the Chicago Tribune with no other purpose in mind than to pass the time while waiting on some friends before catching a flight to Denver, Colorado. He takes up the story. I made a quick flick through the pages of the Tribune to see if there was anything of interest to read, when a headline in the property section caught my attention. The paragraph began with, The Kennedy Fields Lachlan Bridge, and I felt compelled to read on to discover what this was all about. The article centred on a new development plan for 645 houses on 266 acres of land not far from the Chicago Land Speedway. Reading on, I discovered that one of the builders at Lachlan Bridge, Kennedy, had opened sales for 183 houses in the spring of 2003. As I was only passing through, I didn't have time to investigate further, but the article did have an email address. I continued on my journey across the United States and sometime later arrived back home in Lachlan Bridge, Carlow. With my curiosity at a high pitch, I emailed the Chicago Tribune to get further information. I was, in turn, put in touch with the developer and eventually my curiosity was satisfied. He told me that the housing development was located in Manhattan, Illinois, and that many of the people who lived there had Irish ancestors who had moved from Manhattan in New York and called the town after it. Because of the Irish influence and the fact that the developers wanted a small bridge on the property, they decided to research bridges in Ireland. They picked Lachlan Bridge for its age, history and the name. However, when the developer said the name of the place, which he pronounced Leland Bridge, I was quick to correct him. Martin elaborated. Kennedy Fields of Lachlan Bridge is located in the village of Manhattan, approximately seven miles southeast of Joliet, 40 miles south of Chicago, and 15 miles southeast of Shorewood. To validate his account, Martin has provided photos of the second Lachlan Bridge in Chicago, something that may not be widely known by the residents of the Lachlan Bridge in Carlow. Martin, along with Randall Dempsey from Carlow, are currently campaigning to have US President Joe Biden 
visit County Carlow during any planned trip to the Emerald Isle by America's 46th president, as reported recently in The Nationalist. They have outlined a number of strong connections that Carlow has to the United States, including the fact that Carlow man Pierce Butler came up with the concept of the Electoral College within US politics. Connections, they hope, might swing a presidential visit to the Dolman County. Both men are dedicated students of John Tyndall, who foresaw the concept of global warming during his lifetime, and knowing Biden's commitment to the subject, Martin and Randall have pinpointed Tyndall's foresight as one of the major reasons why any Irish visit by Joe Biden should include Carlo. Martin has added another strong connection between Lachlan Bridge and the USA. William J. Onahan was born in Lachlan Bridge on the 24th of November 1836, and having emigrated to America, became a leading figure in Chicago, particularly in the area of ecclesiastical affairs. He organized the First General Catholic Congress in Baltimore, Maryland in 1889, followed by the Columbia Catholic Congress in the Windy City. Pope Leo XIII conferred on him the rare lay ecclesiastical distinction of Chamberlain of the Cape and Sword, Camerieris Agreti di Spade Capa, of Christopher Columbus in the New World. The Lachlan Bridge native received honorary degrees from three American universities, including St. John's College, Chicago. He also held many public positions, including the prestigious title of Chicago City Collector and City Controller. Martin Nevin said Lachlan Bridge remained close to William Onahan's heart. Following his death in 1919, his daughter opened a letter from Father Coyle, then parish priest of Lachlan Bridge, thanking him for a donation of £5 for the poor of the village, a sum he forwarded annually. Should the 46th President of the United States come to Ireland, which no doubt he will in time to visit his forebears in the counties Louth and Mayo, any Carlow part of the itinerary should include a visit to Lachlan Bridge. In the scenic Carlow village, the President could view the house where John Tyndall was born and perhaps take a stroll to the bridge over the barrow from which Lachlan Bridge in Kennedy Fields, Chicago, USA, takes its name. Budding legal eagles get a look at life as a practising barrister. Transition year students from three Carlo schools are taking part in a nationwide scheme that provides insight into the justice system and a first-hand look at the life of a barrister. The Bar of Ireland's annual Look Into Law programme takes place this week with a schedule of recorded webcasts and content. Now in its sixth year, the programme usually has a maximum of 100 participants who attend a week-long series of activities in Dublin. But this year, because of the COVID-19 travel and social distancing restrictions, it will be run entirely online over five weeks. A total of 194 students from Presentation College Carlo, St. Leo's College and Presentation de la Salle in Bagnallstown are taking part. The virtual nature of the programme has meant that this year will see a significant increase in participants, with some 10,000 students registered from 320 schools across 26 counties in Ireland. Over 50 of schools participating are DESH schools. Carlo is well represented on the programme with four schools taking part. 
Each week, a new pre-recorded module will be shared with teachers and students. These will begin with an introductory Faces of the Bar, where a selection of barristers will share their career highlights and experiences with students, along with talks delivered by the judiciary, the prison service and other justice agencies. The five modules are Beginning of a Barrister's Career, Criminal Law, Civil Law, the media in the legal context, and preparing for trial. Opening the programme will be Maura McNally, SC, Chair of the Bar Council of Ireland. As the first woman to hold the position in four decades, students and teachers will no doubt be looking forward to her address. Ms McNally said, The core aim of our Look Into Law programme is that students understand the mechanics of the law, but also experience the human face and realities of those working in the field. The programme is always oversubscribed, so while we are sorry to not be in a position to welcome the students to Dublin like we usually do, the silver lining is that we are able to reach more students with our online version. We're looking forward to virtually welcoming our students from Carlo, who are always superb participants of the programme. The five modules provide students with a real sense of the Irish legal landscape and hopefully will inspire some students to pursue a career at the bar. On Guardian Bio Zoom Workshop, article by Suzanne Pender. Spring is in the air, so maybe it's time to start thinking about the garden and all the delicious vegetable possibilities you can grow yourself. On Gardine Bio, the community garden based in Carlow Town, is inviting the public to attend a Zoom workshop entitled Spring Planting Your Vegetable Garden. The two-session workshop is sponsored by ETB and conducted by D. Sewell of Greenside Up. The Zooms will take place on Monday the 15th of March and Monday the 22nd of March from 10am to 11.30am. To book a place, send your email and postal address to srsmerpinewood at gmail.com by this Thursday, the 4th of March. Grants for Social Enterprises Grants for training and mentoring for local social enterprises will be delivered by Carlow County Development Partnership. The Development Partnership, a member of the Irish Local Development Network, the ILDN, has welcomed the announcement by Minister Heather Humphreys of an €800,000 COVID-19 Social Enterprise Regeneration Programme, which will be administered by the ILDN. The fund will resource local development companies, LDCs, and associated bodies to provide supports to social enterprises in communities, as they emerge from the challenges brought about by the pandemic. ILDN is the representative body for LDCs, such as Carlo Development Partnership. These 49 not-for-profit groups aim to build inclusive, vibrant communities and better life chances for people in every part of Ireland, and say they are perfectly placed to deliver the regeneration programme on behalf of the Department of Rural and Community Development. Welcoming the initiative, Mary Lawler, CEO of Carlo Development Partnership, said, 
The scheme, which is funded by the Department through the Dormant Accounts Fund, will provide grants of up to €80,000 to provide free training and mentoring to social enterprise managers, directors and staff across the country, with a particular focus on strategic planning, digital innovation, capacity building and governance. It will assist social enterprises to strengthen their operations, to repurpose or diversify their trading income while living in a COVID-19 operating environment. ILDN, with its extensive network of LDCs, offices and personnel in communities across the country, is well placed to deliver this important programme to social enterprises nationwide. Ms Lawler continued, ILDN members also administer the LEADER programme and the Social Inclusion Community Activation programme across the country, which allows companies to support social enterprises nationwide. The COVID Fund is a welcome addition to the supports being provided by ILDN members.